Welcome to This Week in Woke with me, your Christmas elf, Rob Smith. We got quite a few stories today, so let's get after it. King James is in the news this week, and he's upset. He doesn't understand why we aren't discussing a photo of Jerry Jones from 1957 when he was 14 years old, sitting a few rows behind some students fighting integration at schools. He's upset because the media will focus on recent comments made by Kyrie Irving and other black athletes, but not this. Let's watch the clip. I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo. But when the Kyrie thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. Okay. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I don't even want you guys to say nothing. When I watched Kyrie talk and he says, I know who I am, but I want to keep the same energy when we're talking about my people and the things that we've been through. And that Jerry Jones photo is one of those moments that our people, black people, have been through in America. And I feel like as a black man, as a black athlete, as someone with power and a platform, when we do something wrong or, or something that people don't agree with, it's on every single tabloid, every single news coverage, it's on the bottom ticker, it's asked about every single day. But it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo, and I know it was years and years ago and we all make mistakes, I get it. But it seemed like it's just been buried under like, oh it happened, okay we just, we just move on. And I was just kind of disappointed that I haven't received that question from you guys. Appreciate it. Yes, LeBron, we get it. You're woke. If we want to study the past, why don't we go back to 2019 when Daryl Morey shook the NBA world with his support of a free Hong Kong? We all talk about this freedom of speech. Yes, we all do have freedom of speech, but at times there are ramifications. I believe he wasn't educated on, on, on the situation at hand, and, um, and he spoke. And uh, so many people uh, could have been harmed, uh, not only financially, but physically, emotionally, spiritually. Oh, LeBron, where are you? I guess LeBron thinks it's okay for, if Chinese people are slaves to a communist government that has killed over 50 million people. To be fair to LeBron, Jones has discussed this photo. Despite the school's head coach ordering the team which Jones was a part of, to stay away, Jones said he was there as a curious bystander. Jones also said, I don't know that I or anybody anticipated or had a background of knowing what was involved. It was more a curious thing, much like I don't think a 14-year-old is old enough to agree to change his gender. I don't think a 14-year-old Jones is guilty for being curious. Jones transformed the league in 1989 when he was decisive in securing Fox as the NFC's primary broadcaster at a time when the traditional big three networks were trying to convince the league into accepting a rollback in television rights fees. 
Increased television revenues have played a decisive role in securing the NFL's place as the world's richest sports league, with revenues well over $10 billion a season. Jones has done more to generate black wealth directly and indirectly than LeBron James or anyone else in sports. LeBron, dare I say it, you're the misinformed one. Cambridge Dictionary is being accused of going woke after updating the definitions of man and woman. The new definition of woman includes a supplemental definition, which is an adult who lives and identifies as female, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. Now, I want to pay plenty of attention to the examples of these words being used in a sentence and you can see how clear the political bias is. Toby Young, the free speech union founder, had to say this, quote, I suspect this new definition has been introduced as a result of lobbying by political activists, a slippery slope that no dictionary should go down, end of quote. I think Young's spot on. This is a slippery slope that is erasing what it means to be a man or a woman. And like we have seen in the sports realm and at schools, this ideology causes harm and erasure. Of course, the Internet lit up Cambridge. Here are a few of my favorites. Soon people will be saying this, quote, this has always been the de definition of a woman, end of quote. This is how it works. Very 1984-esque. Any noun in the Cambridge Dictionary is now open to interpretation. Quote, what is an architect? Anyone who thinks they're an architect is an architect. Cambridge Dictionary decided it's no longer aligned with reality. Last week, Upper Moreland Township School Board member Jennifer Solit was featured on Libs of TikTok. Here's what she said. Having said that, I believe that Mr. DeLeo would make an excellent president. However, I feel that electing the only cis white male on this board, president of this district, sends the wrong message to our community. A message that is contrary to what we as a board have been trying to accomplish. I think that it's important that we practice what we preach and that our words have strength when they are spoken, whether we speak them from the neighborhood sidewalks or from behind these tables. Mrs. Steinbeck has done an exemplary job as president these last few months and the strength of her performance has earned her my vote tonight. On Monday, the district announced that Solit had resigned and her comments did not reflect the aims of operating without discrimination. They expressed that Solit wishes to apologize for her poorly chosen words and does not want to be a distraction from the great things happening in their schools. The school district even restated that in all staffing positions in the district, we hire the most qualified person for the position and do not discriminate. A shorter story and a just turn of events and a dose of instant karma. There are a lot of things you can do with $22,500. 
an unwise use of that money would be paying Ibram X. Kendi that much to say, you're racist for an hour. But that is exactly what happened Wednesday evening at the Fairfax County Public Library here in Virginia, just outside the nation's capital. Kendi's thesis is that denial of racism is, in fact, racism. Quote, oftentimes, as I think I just mentioned, when people are being racist, when people are supporting racist policies, when people are expressing racist ideas and someone calls them out, what is their typical response? I'm not racist. And so the construct of not racist is a veil that hides one's own ways in which they're being racist, end of quote. Well, that sounds like a real Kobayashi Maru situation. For those not fluent in nerd, that is code for an unwinnable situation. What's on your mind, Lieutenant? The Kobayashi Maru, sir. Are you asking me if we're playing out that scenario now? A few things of note. Fairfax County Public Library is taxpayer funded. And this same library hosted an event with Nicole Hannah-Jones, the New York Times staff writer who headed the newspaper's fraudulent 1619 project. Kendi's nonsensical reasonings have become quite popular among the hate-filled, nonsensical, unhinged, unthinking, and irrational wokesters since the George Floyd death. Here's what my friend Glenn has to say about the matter. I take umbrage at the lionization of lightweight, empty-suited, empty-headed motherfuckers like Ibram X. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Who couldn't carry my book bag. Who hasn't, you. who hasn't read... No, no, I'm sorry. He hasn't read a fucking thing. If you ask him what Nietzsche said, he would have no idea. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's an unserious, superficial, empty-suited, lightweight. He's not our equal, not even close. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I I can't join you. <laughs> you made me do it, John. You made me do it. <laughs> and our last story is a doozy. In August this year, Chris Rufo revealed that folks from Lurie Children's Hospital in Chicago go to public schools and offer LGBTQ sex ed courses. These courses entail and promote gender expansive identities, gender affirming medical procedures, and discussions on including puberty blockers for children. The activists who run these programs suggest that teachers open up LGBTQ friendly sex shops for teens. These shops will sell a range of dildos, vibrators, harnesses, anal toys, trans-friendly toys, and kink and BDSM equipment as well. At the private school Francis W. Parker, this happened. 
I had like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex, using blue versus using spit. Meet Joe Bruno, Dean of Students at the prestigious Francis W. Parker Private School in Chicago, which happens to charge $40,000 per student. Well, they're just like passing around dildos, butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them. They're like, how do you, how does this butt plug work? How do we do like, how does this work? That's a really like cool part of my job. Parents might be stunned to learn that Bruno's version of love and acceptance means handing out sex toys to underage students. $40,000 a year for your child to become a sexual pervert and a freak. Wow. And you thought you were paying $40,000 a year for your child to learn reading, writing, and arithmetic. Get this. The principal at Francis Parker, Dan Frank, is defending this and says a right-wing fringe group is just trying to destroy their diversity efforts. Wow, again. The Parker School runs junior kindergarten through 12th grade. Imagine how much grooming and brainwashing they can do with 14 years. Insanity. So, friends... Until next week, remember, watch Rob is Right every single day. Say your prayers at night and eat your vegetables. This is Rob Smith. Sayonara, mother That's problematic!